0: Welcome back to the Daily Music Business Podcast. We have a really, really cool collaboration episode for you today, which is an excerpt from myself, Monica, and Katie's Q&A we recently did on a webinar last week. In this episode, we talk about dealing with comparison-itis within the music industry. We also talk about money mindset and worrying about money when you have a lot of expenses as a music artist, and we talk about how to balance multiple passions, whether that be music and business or music and something else entirely. This podcast episode is brought to you by Katie's brand new course, From Stress to Success, which is the only music industry course that helps you build a strong foundation in your music career and wellness so you can reach your goals and make more money without burnout. Let's
1: dive in. Uh, Okay. So Logan asks, sometimes I do a good job of choosing one priority to work on, but then after a few days, comparisonitis, I, after a few days do comparisonitis and go off on things that aren't really relevant to me. What can I do about that? Okay. (laughs) Somebody else said same. (laughs) Okay. So a couple things. The first big thing is boundaries. So what notice, like, where is the comparisonitis coming up? Is it on Instagram? Is it seeing emails from other people? Is it literally talking to certain people? Like figure out what specifically is triggering the comparisonitis. We want to get to the root cause ultimately. And like, get you feeling super confident about yourself and your own goals. So it's going to take continuously having a reminder and coming back to your goals. Maybe you create a vision board or you just have like a little note on your desk or something that reminds you what you're striving for, because that's going to kind of address the root cause of it is like getting you really tuned into what you're doing, reminded of it every day, feeling confident. But we also want to take away those triggers so that at least it's not coming up and you're not as distracted by comparisonitis as it is. So first thing is notice, where is it coming up? What's making it happen? What's bringing it on? Can you set boundaries around those things? Do you need to maybe like implement, you know, a time limit on how much time you're spending on Instagram or like reading the news or stuff like that, right? Especially now, it's really easy to get distracted with fear of just like other stuff that's going on in the world. So what boundaries do you need to do? Do you need to unfollow people? Do you need to maybe mute some people on Instagram? Do you need to unsubscribe from that email list? I don't care if they're the best friend or your best artist buddy. If they keep triggering these things in you, you can socialize with them and have conversations with them and talk to them and support them without having to see all of their stuff if it keeps making you feel bad, It's okay to set a boundary for yourself.
0: Yeah, I definitely have people muted on my Instagram, some of my peers, because I did notice that occasionally, you know, especially if I'm like tired or feeling burned out, then seeing other people's successes, like, of course I'm happy for them, but sometimes it does trigger a little bit of comparisonitis. But I think what's also um, helpful to remember is that we don't know what's happening behind the scenes. And a lot of the time, you know, especially with like friends and whatnot that I may have compared myself to when I found out, you know, what it took to get to that position or maybe what's going on in another area of their music business. I think, shit, I actually have it pretty good. I'm like happy where I am. And um, yeah, you just never know what people have done behind the scenes to get those stats or like some of the, uh, things that are not so good about their music career. We just see the highlights on social media and it's so easy to get caught up in that.
1: Yeah. And we say this a lot about mental health, like, especially on my podcast, we'll talk about this a lot, but it's like, you don't know what someone else is struggling with or what someone else is going through. And honestly, that applies in all areas. Not only make it look like somebody else is doing something really great, but like That person very well behind the scenes or behind the veil of Instagram could be struggling with something mentally or feeling really bad about themselves too, or thinking the same thing about what you did. It's really unfair for us to assume what people are feeling. If people, you know, the work that went behind things and how people might be perceiving us, like we tend to do a lot of projecting as well as assuming um, what's going on with other people in our world. And that just does us a disservice because you truly don't know, uh, what, what's on the other side. You know, you're just seeing one thing and you don't know what else is going on there. Definitely. All right. Anybody else have questions? Should
0: we talk briefly about the guilt of like spending money and money within the music industry in general? Yes,
1: we should. And Brandon says he has a question. Hang on. Okay. Cool. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, I think, Oh my God, I could talk on hours for this because I know what it's like to be a musician and to save all of your money up to record and release music and feel like that is the only thing that is important and that you can't spend money on anything else because you have to, you know, if you don't have music, then you have nothing. And that's totally valid. But at the same time, what I stand for, like at my core and what I teach in every single one of my programs is that if you are not doing this personal development work, and if you are not doing the work on all of these other things, like, um, working through your wellness, having a wellness routine that's really foundational, being able to manage your time, being able to set boundaries, that you are going to end up building a career that is not sustainable and that probably eventually leads to burnout. So even though it doesn't seem as important, it doesn't seem as glamorous, it might not even seem like oh, I'm not going to come out of this with a new song. So therefore it's like not relevant to my music career. It is because if you want to build a music career that's sustainable, you have to be doing this work. This work is going to take you above the others who stay in a place of struggling. Now, as far as actually spending money goes, I think that a lot of that comes down to beliefs that we are taught um, around money in general, but especially in the music industry. I mean, how many people have heard There's no money in the music industry. It's so hard to make money as a musician or maybe even judgment from family members of like, you're going to do that. Good luck. Maybe you should get a real job. Maybe you should get a a full-time job because that's really risky and that's really hard. You know, there might be cultural differences, but I know in the US, that's something that we are hearing a lot and it can really drag a person down. So those kinds of things start to bleed into your brain. And then not only are you maybe struggling with the logistics of managing your money, which I will help you out within the wealthy musician bundle, but you're also struggling with the mindset around it. And you're just like we sometimes just don't even think that there is another world out there where we can be full time in our music career. And until like you can record a million songs, but until you start to deal with this stuff, you're just going to stay stuck. You're just going to stay stuck. But if you start to work through this, you can break through it and just like grow exponentially personally and in your music career. And I really value that personal connection because I even think from a Creative standpoint, doing that personal growth is really important. If you're not growing and experiencing things and, you know, rediscovering things about yourself, then your music's just going to stay stagnant as well. So that's just kind of another side note. Um, but yeah, those are my thoughts. What do you think, Monica? Is there anything else I kind of missed there?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, like, there are a lot of different avenues to make money. I know you're a pro at finding those avenues and kind of implementing them as soon as possible in your career. Um, but there are going to be a lot of things which are just an investment and the investment is going to be worth it if you believe ultimately in yourself and your art and your band and everything like that. So I think that this really comes down to a personal self-belief and if you truly believe that you are meant to do this, you have a message to share with the world, you um, are going to change people's lives with your music, which is, I don't know about you guys, but the reason why I write songs I posted an Instagram post last night where I was just in a studio and I came home from recording a song and I fucking bawled my eyes out. And that's because the song was so real and raw. And that is why I do music because now I hope that when people listen to that song, I want them to feel less alone. So that ultimate like higher purpose why is what drives me to not feel guilty about, you know, obviously you want to make smart investments, which is exactly what you were talking about earlier in the workshop. Um, but ultimately it comes down to your own, your own self-belief. And the more we can do like our own personal development and our own like mindset work, um, then that money kind money thing will kind of drift, drift off into the distance because we see the higher goal and we are focused on that more than what's happening right now.
1: And the other thing too, I want to add that I remembered as you were speaking was that like a lot of people, I think have it in their head of like, oh, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing and I'll just keep recording and releasing music and eventually somehow I'll get to the point where I'm making more money and then all of my problems and all these negative thoughts and all of my money issues are going to go away. If you have issues with any of these things now, they're just going to grow with what's growing. Like just because you make more money doesn't mean that you get better at handling your money or believing that you can bring in more money or believing that the money is going to stay. You know, just because you maybe like get some bigger gigs doesn't mean that the imposter syndrome is going to like magically disappear or that the self doubt is going to magically disappear. It's going to stay with you until you actually work through it. And while there can be things you can do like, yes, like get voice lessons if you're feeling imposter syndrome about your voice, not being good enough, but you have to confront what's actually happening there. And that's what we do within the course. Like we kind of brushed over it today, but we go much deeper into that within the course. Um, Okay, so there's a lot of comments in here. So Logan said, "Yeah, I tried working only on music with no time for anything and it was no bueno." Yeah, not good. Um now I've been taking care of my health and relationships and now I have sudden motivation to work on music every day. Seems contradictory but I'll take it. That is amazing. I love yeah. that. That's amazing. Shane said, "Do you need a few different mindsets? I find my mindset when I'm writing is different to when I'm making business decisions." Okay. So I don't know if it's like, you need a few different mindsets. That's not necessarily how I would describe it, but I totally hear what you're saying. And yes, we have different phases or modes or like, you know, we're in the zone in different ways when we're doing different things. And that's actually something that I address in the course, because we talk about how you can manage your schedule in a way that supports these different things so that you can really get in the zone writing or creating and be able to maximize that. Versus getting in the zone, um, I don't know, sending out press pitches or something like that and and then having to like switch into writing mindset and then switch back and then you're feeling like really like bogged down and frantic and you're not actually getting that much done because that is actually really draining on your energy and it's just like terrible for time management. So we go over a lot of different things, including batch working, including just like how to um, make a schedule, utilize it, follow it, and um, structure your day and your week so that it m- helps you work smarter, not harder, work more efficiently, and then ultimately get hours back into your day because you don't actually have to work as much and you can get even more done. Um, so Shane, I hope that answered your question, but yes, what you're feeling is right, but it's not necessarily about like having different mindsets. It's just that inherently we, we're, we're in different modes. Like when we go into admin mode, it's different than being into creative mode. And so it's just about honoring.
0: Yeah, we we'll okay. use different parts of our brain for each of those things. So.
1: Exactly, exactly. Okay, <laughs> so Brendan says, I am an artist in two bands. I've written an entire score that can be used for sync for a video game. And I just started up doing some freelance PR work for a couple of artists. I feel like the PR work will be really good for me to balance alongside of my artist work. I recently got contacted by someone in the industry to collaborate with on that. That's something I'll talk Monica about because I don't know if a club okay (laughs) if I'm doing too much am I doing too much stuff if so I can cut it down to just two things or finish off the sink ugh I don't even know where to start I work 25 hours a week as well as in host host did I say that right? hospitality in Australian (laughs) (laughs) okay so okay so you wrote a score already and you're in two bands and you're doing PR work and you have another job? Did I get that right, Brennan? I don't. I don't know if the question to be asking is necessarily. Did you guys hear that loud motorcycle? <laughs> um, I don't know if the question to be asking is necessarily. Are you doing too much stuff? I think it's maybe about. And and my guess would be you probably know the answer to that question, if you really had to answer it yourself, but how can you wrap up some of these projects that can be wrapped? For instance, like the sync and video game stuff, how can you maybe see that through so that it's just taken off your plate for the freelance PR work? If that's something that you really enjoy doing and is making you extra money, and that's a priority right now, I don't think there's a reason not to keep it. But from reading your question to me, I'm just hearing that like, you aren't able to balance all of these things. Now, let me know if I'm assuming they're correct thing. But like, Um, if that's, what's true, then this course is definitely going to help you because we're going to talk about how you can balance all these things and be able to arrange your schedule in a way that suits you. Just off of what you've said, I think communication with your band is definitely going to help making sure that you can arrange rehearsals or gigs and stuff in a way that, um, serves you. And that like, doesn't waste time. Like we all know, sometimes we get in band rehearsal and then we're just talking for like an hour or half hours, like wasting time doing stuff. Like if you are got a lot on your plate, that's not going to cut it anymore. It's not to say you don't love your bandmates, but you might just need to set boundaries in that sort of area. So again, I don't know if the question is like, Am I doing too much stuff? Because I think it's definitely possible to balance multiple things. However, if you're feeling overwhelmed because you're just starting a bunch of new things, then I would potentially scale it back so that you can build a strong foundation in one thing and then move on to the next. Because starting multiple things at once can get really stressful. If you are, though, feeling like I just don't have the time, then yeah, cut it back. But if it's a matter of just managing the time, that's something will 100% work out easily within the course. Um, less, I hope I'm saying your name, right. Said a diary slash calendar is invaluable. If you're not going to use one, start with that and use it. This will help keep you on track. Oh my God. That's like perhaps one of my favorite modules in the course. I call it a calendar party because we go all, we go over how to like make Google calendar work for you and, um, include a lot of time off within that as well. But yeah, yeah. it is really, really important for managing everything. <laughs> All right, I know we're going a little bit over here, so I'll answer Sam's um, question and then yeah. we'll start to wrap it up. But Sam said, "What is your view on the pursuit of multiple passions? Um, like, music is a lifelong passion, but I'm also studying for a career that I'm equally passionate about and feel called to do, studying counseling. Can we apply an abundance mindset to feel we have achieved success if we? Can we apply an abundance mindset to feel that we have achieved success if we don't just have one passion? Yeah, hundred percent. You. I don't care what, yes, (laughs) you can do a million things, but 100%, yeah, it's not just about one thing and focusing on one thing versus another doesn't make you successful. If you have multiple passions, absolutely, you can make both of those things happen for sure. I think that, um, I mean, I started off thinking I was going to be an artist and a songwriter and I'm still really, really passionate about that. Then I started my business and now my focus is on growing that. Then I got not bored with my business, but then I got like a feeling of like, I'm actually missing performing. I kind of want to go back to my musical theater roots. So then coronavirus happened. So I didn't do much with that, but I started doing some virtual musical theater cabarets. So all that to say, like things are going to ebb and flow. And I also want to say like, don't beat yourself up or put, you know, feel guilt around if you're focusing on one thing specifically at a time, like going to school and focusing on that. And then once you maybe have an ease or a summer break or something, you start to focus on music a little bit more. Things will ebb and flow. I think it's amazing to have multiple passions. And I think it's amazing that you're studying counseling as well, Sam. So yeah, 100%. I think you can make it all happen. The key again is just recognizing that like you might not be going full force in both of those things at all times. But if you're okay with that, then it's just about figuring out the schedule, you know, the At this time I'm doing this, at that time I'm doing that just because that's what makes sense and going with the flow of that.
0: I hope that you guys enjoyed this really cool collaboration with Katie and I. If you want to grab her course from stress to success, then I've left the link for you down below. It really is a amazing course that does blend not only the strategy of how to get to the next level in your music career, but also the mindset and wellness aspect, which is so, so important. If you want longevity in this industry, if you want to grab the course, as I said, I've left the link down below, or you can head to bit.ly slash. F-S-T-S, Monica. That's F-S-T-S, as in from stressed to success, Monica. Enjoy.
1: Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Hello out there. Yes, hello out there, everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together, we host None But The Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and Street Band are on
0: tour right now for the first time in six
1: years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nemo the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, And we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you.